What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Hani Rambod, and I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, actually, two guests. And uh, I never thought this was going to happen because in the past, I'm super critical of everything because I'm that's, I'm wired <laughs> that way. And I would, didn't think that it was going to be a really good podcast, but we're going to give this a go ahead and, and a try. Um, so without further ado, um, before I go ahead and introduce this special guest, I want to say, make sure you do not forget to subscribe. Make sure you end up liking this, especially if you like the content and uh, let me know who you'd like to see on the Truth Podcast. But uh, again, without further ado, I have the gentleman who is the two-time Mr. Olympia People's Champion, Hadi Chopin. And I also have a really good friend slash colleague of his, Habib and um, Bazir. Um, ba am I pronouncing that right? Baziar. 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 Um, um, I'm sorry about that. So um, obviously, Hadi speaks Farsi. He also has to lip read. And then uh, Habib is here because Habib, who's not only a good friend of Hadi, is also somebody he's known for a very long time in their hometown of Shiraz in Iran. So uh, Hadi's been friends with both Habib, his brother, his family. Um, Habib has got a gym also in, in, in Shiraz as well, as well as uh, Hadi. And so I think uh, it would be a good perspective because he lives here in the Bay. He's been helping out every day um, with helping with cooking the meals and putting things together, taking them places in the evening time, coming to the gym for the evening session. And uh, Habib, it gives a little bit of perspective. Um, he's use, we're going to use him as a little bit of a translator. So no offense to Paul, the three-time <laughs> champion, you know, Paul Bakhtiar, who you guys all see, who is the... Uh, I mean, how do you feel about you versus Paul, uh, versus Paul Habib, in terms of the translating? <laughs> Actually, I'm here to present myself and beat Paul. You want to beat Paul for yeah, translation? I'm a new Paul. I'm taller. Oh, so I think I think you're <laughs> talking about physique wise, right? Because yeah. yeah, that's it. Because I know you've only been here for how many years? And yeah, six years. Six years. And Paul yeah. basically yeah, been here his whole life. Paul gonna be better because my English is not that perfect. So I, I'm doing my best. Sure. To translate. So. Yeah, you're doing a great job already. Um, but but you're saying basically, Paul. Habib is calling you out for the <laughs> translator pose down. Yeah. You know, uh, he's definitely gone undefeated till now, but now Habib wants to definitely uh, do the pose down. And that's hilarious because Paul's watching this right now and he's probably like, oh man, I'm going to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to work this format a little bit. I'm going to go ahead. Obviously, I understand everything that Hadi is saying, but at the same time, there's a lot of vocabulary and words that I don't know in Farsi that Habib can help me out with. And I think I want to start from the beginning. I want to start with this is his first podcast ever. Um, he's obviously has won several pro shows. Um, and he has also been uh, third in the Olympia just a couple of days ago. And he was fourth in the Olympia the year before that. And his Olympia debut, he was also top three. And uh, the first time winning the men's, uh, I should say, the men's open uh, people's uh, champion, people's um, Olympia award, uh, people's champ award, I should call it. And I think the, uh, the biggest thing is just understanding his background 
I, I, you know, we have so many questions. We put up a lot of questions on Instagram and on the YouTube channel, and we got a ton of questions. And I think a lot of people want to know from the beginning what the beginning origins of Hottie is. So um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and, and, and speak to him in Farsi and then we can kind of go back and forth and we'll see how the, the format kind of goes. So again, guys, I apologize. This is something that we didn't think we were going to do because it's always so difficult because he has to lip read. So we never were able to really even consider it doing it in, um, through Skype or through Zoom. So now that he, we're all in the same room together, I think it really makes sense and um, just get perspective of his past as well as, you know, talking a little bit about the show and some other things as well. So um, I want to um, go ahead and talk a little bit about bodybuilding history. Um, how the, one of the questions was like, how old were you when you started? Chancellor put ke shuru kardi vazne. از سلام و عدد دارم خدمت همه کسایی که این مطابه رو نگاه میکنن من اصلا سیزده سالگی و عزیش رو شروع کردم و در ایفده سالگیش پربرشندام رو ادامه دادم انتخاب کردم و از اون موقع تعلان در حال مطابقه و تمرین رو هر روز هر روز هر روز ادامه میدم تا اینکه بتونم بهترین ها رو کسب کنم uh he said that he's gonna say hello to everyone and actually he started the bodybuilding when he was 13. so since then he's he's working out and he uh, he compete okay yeah i i so uh again also i'm gonna uh, do a little bit of layer translating there he's been training since he was 13 and he's been competing since he was 17 years old and so um that's when he started competing um i guess um how old are you خب الان تقریبا هفت روزه نو چند سالتونه چند سال وارد 34 سال شده اوکی سو هی جاست ترن 34 سو هی جاست ترن 34 سو فور دوز یو ار اسکینگ هاو اولد از دی وولف هی از 34 ایرز اولد اند سو هی استیل ات هیز پرایم ام ا گیس ون اف دی کوشنز هیر واز هو از هیز ایدل لایک ون یو استارتد بادی بیلڈنگ موقعی که شروع کردی ورزش کردن زیبا اندامی کی کسایی نگاه میکردی که چیز بودن آمریکایی بودن ایرانی بودن were they Americans were there Persian athletes what is it that you saw that you looked up to بیشترین بدنسازه دنیا همه از قبل با بدن آرنولد عاشق پرورش اندام شدن و همه محبوب این ورزش رو آرنولد میبونن چه تو شبکه های تلویزیونی چه تو تلویزیون آرنولد میدیدیم و به ما رویه میداد که به سمت ورزش پرورش اندام بیان بعد از اون من با چند نفر بیشتر کانه کردم داخل یک باشگاه تمرین میکردیم که مربی اون آقای جمشید و اوجی بود بعد از اون تا مراحل قهرمانی کشور پیش رفتیم وقتی ساعت مطابقات رو به بالا رفت در تیم ملی ایران اوکی سو بیسیکلی وات هی واز ساکینگ اباوت واز دی فکت دت هی لوکد ان اپ تو آرنولد موست اف دی اتلتس دت دی وود لوک اپ تو انٹرنیشنلی اسپیشلی دی بیگست اتلتس ور دی انٹرنیشنل ونز دت کیم فروم دی یونایٹد استیتس اند سو دیرفور آرنولد واز کائنڈ اف دی بیگست ایدل دت دی لوکد اپ تو دن دیر واز آلسو ا جنتلمن اسمشون چی بود جمشید اوجی 
Jamshid OG. Yeah, the, his j- first uh, first coach when he started. Okay, and and the, uh, Mr. Jamshid was his first coach, and also was uh, was at his gym. Was uh, it- yes, he he was working out in his gym. Okay, yeah. and was he was he a famous bodybuilder in Iran? No, he was a gym owner. Gym owner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then was there any famous bodybuilders? Kesi bud tu Iruni bud ke shoma niga mi kardi ke fik mi kardi ke masan vaqan adam kesi ke masim un mukhay bishi? Was there somebody you looked up to that was an Iranian bodybuilder? Khob har kesi hadafay bozorgi dare va baraye hadafesh talash mikone. Hatta shaba zamane ke mikhad bekhabe roy kabut hadafesh khab mibine. Va هدف گرفتنیه باید واسهش تلاش کرد هر کسی بخواد به درجه برسه باید واسه اون هدفات اون آرزو هر روز تلاش بکنه کدوم ورزشکار ایرانی بود که تو دوست داشتی ورزشکار ایرانی همه خوبن همه محبوب هستن وقتی که ورزش رو شروع کردی قبل از اینکه ورزش رو شروع کردم قهرمانای زیادی داشتیم ما تو شیراز یکی از بزرگترین قهرمانانمون که در وزن سنگی وزن مطابقه میداد و بدن اون نمای رو به دوریانجست بود آقای محمد علی اکبری بود محمد علی اکبری در شیراز در زمانی که اوجمون پایین بود و در طول مطابقات کشوری هنوز زندیات بیتوله عباس بود به اون مندرجات اصولیگی بالا نبود ایشون خیلی سنتالشون بیشتر بود و قهرمانی کشور رو جلوته از داشتن Okay, so another person that was very very popular was Beatola Abbaspur, God rest his soul He passed away about 6-7 years ago um, If I got my years right But um, شما باشون شکت میکردین یا از تو بزرگ نه من ایش رقابتی با آیه عباسپور و ایشون نداشتم آیه عباسپور اصول ورش پرشندام ایران بود که متاسفانه عمرشون بقا نداد و ایشون بودن که سعد شکر متابقات حیفه بودن So he was basically somebody that was a bit older than him he didn't he didn't compete against him in the same division and so um, they didn't get to compete against each other but he was a, a very big athlete and a very well known athlete obviously the best athlete in Iran at that point because he was also to be able to uh, for those that you know that know Beatola also was uh, the only other athlete that I know of um, from Iran directly that had competed in the Mr. Olympia competition. So um, he was very, very well known. So that was another person. Um, so like, do people like the fact that like bodybuilding is very big in Iran? Um, but when you, uh, when you were younger, did you see people accept bodybuilding or was it something that people thought it was not like you know proper to pro- to, to to compete in bodybuilding وقتی که ورزش شروع کردی به نظر مردم ورزش بدن سازی رو دوست داشتن و خوششون می اومدی که تو ورزش بدن ساز بودی یا که نه ورزش کلا مردم ایران یک ملیت ورزش دوست هستن و اصول پرستن بیشتر قهرمان ها رو دوست دارن همونجور که بدونید هر قهرمان چی در رشته های مختلف وقتی از قهرمانی به هم گردن به شهرشون کل مردم شهرشون میرن و اونا رو رو دوش میگیرن و گل ریزون میکنن 
so basically he's saying that the, the the fans of Iran are very into sports and especially the people that do well, the the teams that do well, the, the champions, they like to really praise them. Therefore, if somebody does really well, they'll go there and they'll actually be able to um, do the things very similar to what happened with Hadi when he goes to back to Iran. And there's a lot of people that show up and they praise their athletes. فرق بین قهرمانان نمیذارن ورزش پرورشندام امروزه همچون فوتبال داخل ایران محبوبیت خیلی زیادی داره اول is it the first one is soccer uh, football what they call so- uh, football in all the rest of the world except for the United States um, اولین um, ورزش ایران فوتباله محبوبیت ورزش های پرورشندام داخل ایران همتراز با فوتباله یعنی همون اندازه که فوتبال طرفدار داره پرورشندام هم طرفدار داره امروز و شرکت کننده های مطابقات زمانی که برگزار میشن به هزار نفر میرسن okay. و طرفدار زیادی پیدا کرده پرورشندام تو ایران و همه رقابت ها حداقل 20 تا 30 تا قهرمانی پرورشندام دارن تو سطح جهان Okay, so basically, Habib, I mean, you know this because you've been here just only the last five or six years. Mm-hmm. So bodybuilding has gotten really big in Iran. And it's it, it, and do you think, because again, Hadi says that it's just as big as soccer. He just, he just mentioned right now that it's just as big as soccer in Iran. Is it as big as that or is it just almost as big? Because, I mean, soccer is the biggest sport, right? Yes, exactly. So if you want to say about the members yes because we almost i guess we have six million people who doing bodybuilding like from amateur who just working out or who could just go to the gym but soccer maybe much less than that but they watching soccer more but bodybuilding they doing the bodybuilding so that's why you can he compare it because many people get they go to the gym to work out to compete we have many competitors every competition we have thousand people they compete in Uh, national competition right so guys this is the thing so you know how we have our usas and we have our nationals and we get six seven hundred people their regular show is and again remember there's no women in this because women are not allowed to compete in iran it's over a thousand people in just the men's division in a show in tehran it's you know and we're not talking about the biggest show we're just talking about pretty much almost any show right exactly yeah in pretty much any show it's, you know the, obviously the bigger ones are a little bit bigger but at the same time i've seen the videos of the regular um athletes i've even seen them yelling and screaming and everybody <laughs> i guess if you guys watch the social media these guys are literally like when they don't get their placings we're very passionate people <laughs> Except the first place the, from the second and everyone complaining about their places like right yes the happened. guys that are placing second everyone or below want to be champion right and if you watch this instagram stories and facebook you see these guys getting in the faces it's like it's what not to do we don't want that but but they're very very passionate people so um i'm wondering I'm sorry guys I'm asking if his mom and dad were okay with it that was when the question it was whether or not they they were okay with the fact that he was bodybuilding it you know when he started at a young age because he started competing at 17 
به خاطر فشارهایی که این ورزش داشت و تو باید با آهنا کار میکردی آهنهای تنگین رو جا به جا میکردی بعد چپ که میرفتی خونه از درد عضلاتت از درد عتبای عضلاتت داشتی به قول معروف ناراحتی رو میدیدن خب دیگه دلشون میسخت ناراحت میشدن اما بعد که افتخارات رو دیدن پیشرفت رو دیدن و دیدن که مردم چقدر دوست میدارن ورزش رو و مثلا وسط میان فروزگاه و جلو شادی میکنن اونا هم خودشون یواش یواش ورزش برچنم رو دوست دار شدن و خوششون اومد از این ورزش و امروز من حدودا 20 سال که دارم این ورزش رو انجام میدم و خانواده هم در کل این کنار هم هستم okay. Okay. So Habib, I think we can try to translate this together because he kind of goes yeah. a little along he with says, the, oh, uh, At the beginning, maybe their parents, <laughs> they didn't support him because uh, so, you know, when you start working out heavy, so you feel muscle pain, that is, you suffer a lot. So at the beginning, no. Right. But when he, they saw him, he, he, he got a place, he got championship, world championship. So after that, once the people have become popular in Iran and Shiraz, And then after that, they start slowly supporting him because he become bigger and bigger and higher right. and more popular. When so, you start becoming more popular. Exactly. But in the beginning, that was a big thing with my family too. When I was competing, the big thing was that they were worried about how tired I was, right? So if I was wrestling or if I was playing football and then I eventually started bodybuilding right at the end of high school and um, like competing, I mean, but I was obviously, I was the same age. I was 13 years old when I started um, working out. And uh, I did my first show as a teenager. Um, and I, was, I believe I was like 18 or 19 years old. And the thing is that parents don't like the fact that you get physically tired because my dad would always say, well, if you're physically tired, you can't study. Exactly. And my dad was a coach for very many years. And so he, he just was always worried about that. What did Hadi do for work? Like, like you know with after high school um you know did he go to college um so did he go did he go to that and then what did you do for work چیکار میکردی برای کار و درس تا چقدر چقدر درس خوندی یا دانشگاه رفتی یا نرفتی خب من درسمو تا دیپلم خوندم دیپلم دیپلم که گرفتم کنارش کار میکردم هنر من هنر گچکاری بود Okay, so do you want to go ahead and translate what so far? Yeah, he said that I got I only I studied until I got, I got my diploma and then high school I diploma. Was, yes. Okay. So and then uh, he started working. He was working at, actually beside he was studying. Right, and gachgar gachgar is a um is basically I guess in in English it would be a a person that does kind of masonry. Is it masonry or is is it stonework or is it just is it doing walls? The, the wall. The yeah. walls. The, yeah. The, so the like wall. somebody that specializes in sheetrock and in in that barikhune, right? Mm-hmm. For the houses, barikhune wood. Barikhune Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> the buildings, right? So that's like ga- construction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. And so I think. Um, That so, how many years did you do that? Okay. So he did both. He actually was working while he was becoming a champion. He was still working, exactly. you know, as as a person that was basically a tradesman. I remember. I remember exactly that days when he was. Coming from the uh, from the work after work, he was like just cleaning my his hand and start working out like 10 hours of work and then two three hours of workout. 
I think nobody can do that, you know, because it's construction is a, it's a construction. Yeah. Right. So he's doing construction work and then he would work all day. Exactly. And then, yeah. How many hours oh, a, a day? Half the soup. Seven to half the shop. Till seven at night. The gym at 8.30 till 10 a.m. So so he would train an hour and a half at night and then 12 hours during the day. So that's a lot of work. But in case, when did you stop? کار ساختمون رو کنار گذاشتم و محکم باشگاه‌داری رو شروع کردم چسبیدم به ورزش و وارد اونجا حرفه‌ای شدم. Okay. So at 24 10 years ago when he was 24 he stopped working and on on the day-to-day job in construction and then what he did for the last 10 years is you know he became a professional and was able to sustain you know paying his bills taking care of all of those things and for the last 10 years he's been exclusively bodybuilding. And then Murabi Ambudi. Okay. So he was uh, running the gym and everything else. So when you guys how 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 old were you, Habib, when you guys met originally? How many years ago was that? It was I guess like fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago? Yeah. You guys originally met? Yeah, yeah, because he was so I, my older brother he was competing with him in the same division. There was 70 kilogram on uh, 70 kilogram division, which is like about 150 yeah. pounds. Uh, yes. Yeah. 160, 50, 150, yeah. 60 pounds. So yeah. your brother used to compete against him. Yeah, exactly. So uh, one of the ones who won, who won? My, he got he got the first place. My brother got the second place. But always my brother was telling me, "Hey, I I, I was I deserve the second and you because my brother exactly what happened in two thousand uh, like Mr. Olympia two twenty one. My brother was has more leaner and more definition. He was he has more size. Oh, so he was yeah, the big Rammy. Exactly, he was the big Rammy. <laughs> exactly what happened. Big hottie like in that competition. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, but Dadashi Ishun. مسابقه میکردی بله البته یک بار یک بار اون باخت اون باخت اون باخت اون باخت اون علی آقا امروز یکی از پیشکسفت ها و مربیه خیلی قدیمی اوستان فارسه و خودش امروز تو فعالیت مربیگری خیلی موفقه و شاگرداش قهرمان کی هستش این؟ Oh, Darash yeah. Shama. Okay, oh, okay. So, so, so Habib's brother is a, a known um, ex-competitor. Doesn't compete anymore, right? No. But but he's a coach. Yeah, he's, he's a coach. And then yeah. does he work out of your gym in Shiraz? Uh, he, no, it's another gym. My gym is different. Uh, okay. He has other. He has another gym. Okay. Okay. So he's yeah. he. So he runs another gym, exactly. and then he does that. Okay. And then and then so you're the little brother that saw Hadi exactly. competing, and you yeah. guys were friends. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, what I, I guess when you decided to do this, like umurake shurukadi, when you decided to do this, tarafik mikadi ke maslan be injabersi. Like, did you ever think you would get to this level? Man, hamisha vakti tamre mikadam ayram bodi masrolam perfect mikadam. Hamisha ino tu koram jalale budam ki eruzi arman masrolam piyamisham. Va vasaj talash kadam shabana ro. من بعد مسابقات ایرپی بوده از شب میرفتم تا صبح تمرین میکردم من روز سه بعده تمرین میکردم 
که بتونم به اون خط و بدن زیبایی برسم که بتونم به مثل اولمپیا وارد چم و امروز که دیگه با شما آشنا شدم و الان پنج سال دارم کار میکنم خیلی موفق تر از قبل هستم اوکی بذار بذار ترجمه بکنیم هی بیسیکلی سیز اولیز ای واس تینکینگ ای وان دی ای گانا بیکم ا مس اولمپیا اند ای وان تو برینگ دی ساندو سو دتس وای هی واس تو برینگ دی ساندو هوم یا سو دتس وای هی اولیز ورکینگ اوت اند بیسیکلی سیز لایک 3 تایمز سمتایمز یو ترین یا 3 تایمز ا دی ای نو ابات دی استوریز اند یپ اند افتر هی Uh, knows you and then he star and become more the dream he felt like the dreams comes true so it's coming true so uh yeah uh by امروز که ببینید یکی از حریفای سرسخت مثل المپیا هستیم و هر سال داریم سخت‌تر و سخت‌تر با هم تلاش می‌کنیم که بتونیم به اون مجسمه ساندو برسیم و مدال اولو کسب کنیم و تکرار کنیم و هر سال اونو تکرار کنیم And yeah, now we are one of the uh, biggest ch- uh, chances to win the competition. So now we're working hard and we're together. I believe we can one day we can uh, bring the first place and get the sound home. Yeah, he constantly talks about how he is becoming better and better. And we've all seen that. I mean, obviously, last year was a little bit of a hiccup because of the two days before the visa issues. And I do want to talk a little bit about that. But it's one of the things is that he has definitely gotten better. And I know that we've been working. The more we get to spend time together, the better he's becoming because we were able to work on techniques and we're able to work on adjusting certain things and diets and everything else. And the good thing and in, in, in the, 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 the learning is what I, I consider that the best thing about this is learning him and his body and his and some of the things that we learn as we watch him <laughs> what he yeah. does because he has a lot of traditional ways of, of doing things like you know sometimes working out twice a day so let's talk about that because a lot of people have asked that in some of the questions Yeah, used to train three times a day and because he doesn't get tired of training. He loves training so much and he doesn't get tired of it. <laughs> and we've decided after this prep that we're going to back it off to once a day because I basically told him we really need to back it off because he's basically doing too much. It's one of those things where when I work with somebody, I like to try to figure out not to try to change too many things at once because obviously his formula has been working to a degree, but I do feel like the output was too much and that we could have been a little bit bigger if we were able to cut back a little bit of the training. So that's one of the things that we definitely had a big takeaway from this prep is that he loved to train and I have to back it off a bit because he's spending too much time in the gym and I feel like he's not being efficient enough. So therefore, that's why he's talking about like actually cutting it back from like three times a day to like once a day. Um, the other thing that I also want to m- mention and point out that, that he was doing a lot of cardio really far out because he just felt like he wanted to make sure he was lean enough. And that was one of the things that I definitely cut back and we're going to be able to cut more of that back even further 
because I felt that that was a little bit detrimental to him. And I, we could also make some changes there to bring him in even a little bit bigger by just not having to cut down so much because I think he was just constantly paranoid of, hey, I want to be in shape. I want to be in shape. And sometimes um, competitors do that and then they overdo it. And then what they end up doing is spending too much time on that treadmill because they're getting out their nervous energy on the cardio thinking that I'm just going to come in ultra ripped. So that's just uh, obviously my take on it um, as a coach. Um, Alone. Uh, so the people that are asking um, uh, questions here, um, they're saying, um, can you talk a little bit about your hearing problem? Um, um, uh, Okay. Yeah, so uh, he basically said uh, th- he had he had this problem since he born actually, and he think it's with genitally problem. Right. So he had it from since he he was kids. So yeah. So he, he was, he was a kid. He had a hearing difficulty, and he felt that that it's um, it's basically genetic. And um, does does any of your brothers or sisters call her by her to a family to get unam problem داشته باشن با با شنیدن کسی دیگه هستش تو فامیلشون تو خواهر برادرا یا تو فامیلتون کسی هست که مشکل داشته باشه من این یه مشکل ارثیه که از قبل بوده و بجد من دو تا جلوی شوی دیگه هم اینجورن شنوایی کمی دارم ولی خب من بهتر از اوناشون خیلی بهترم من بیشتر شنوایی رو تحتیل میدارم به خاطر ورزشای سنگینی که میکنم فشار بیشتری رو گوشم میاد و این نیست که کلنس داره رو نشنوم من تشخیص حروف های کلمه ها رو به خاطر لحجاتون صحبت میکنن متوجه خیلی کلمه ها نمیشم ولی کلنس داره موزیک رو اینا رو کلن متوجه هم Okay. Okay. So with the beat, he can listen to beats. He can listen to, he can hear, hear certain things with certain accents. He has problems with, um, certain frequencies, which I know that it, it cause him problem, right? Habib. Yes. Yeah. And then also, um, I think uh, he said two of his brothers yeah. also have hearing problems. Um, and again, whatever it's going on is, 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 sounds like it's very genetic and they both had it for, since they had problems since they were younger too. Um, how many brothers and sisters do you have? His <laughs> <laughs> their dad was very strong yeah, and active. He was very active. Yes, he's very strong and active. I said, "How many brothers and sisters you have?" And here, here we're going. We're going to go old school Persian style on you guys. Yeah. How many? Yeah. Okay, so seven, six boys and one girl. So one, one sister and six brothers. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then um شما مادر پدرتون از از اصل همه یرن مادر پدر یا چند تا مادر پدر مختلف داری؟ ما ایرانی ها اینجوری نیستیم که بخوام زیاد طلاق تلاقیش میکنیم همچین چیزی نیست. تو قانون ایران زمانی که روز اول عقد میکنی و حلقه به دست هم بکنه دیگه این اولون و آخرین ازدواجته. دیگه اون خیلی کم I'm basically asking if how many wives this is <laughs> because in 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 the Islamic faith you can usually have up to four wives, right? Yep. Habib? 
Yeah. yeah. Habib, did you guys know anybody that had multiple wives growing uh, up? Not four, to be honest, but, but we had a neighbor. He had two wives and they was both living in the same place. They're both living in the same place. Yeah. That's, wow. So in one bedroom? Like four what? from the, the first one, three from the second one, and they were all living in one building. What do you mean three and four? Like kids, you mean? Yeah. Four oh. kids from the first wife and three kids from the And they're the all in the same one. building? All same building, living together. Wow. Wow. So is that something that still goes on now? No, no, no. It's it's not really common. You know, yeah. even even back in the days, it wasn't that common. So. Yeah. Well, I'm married and I got one, and it's <laughs> enough for me. I don't know yeah. if I go into yeah. two or three. <laughs> but at no. the end of the day, you know, I, I hear about stories. You know, where they have that. You know, yeah. in certain parts of the Middle East, where they have up to four wives. Exactly. Yep. Maybe I, I want to say mostly the Arab country. Yeah. Most, but because in Iran, there is a law. If you want to get the second one, you need to let your, you get permission from the first wife. So, the, so you got to get permission. Okay. Permission, here, see, yeah. I didn't know that. So you have to get permission. In Iran is like that. Oh. But some, some other country, like mostly Arab country, they're not. So they get to vote. <laughs> they get to vote. So you get to vote if you can, if, for, for the second wife. Yeah, you need to ask your first one. Hey, I want to get the second one. I, I, am I allow or no? <laughs> if she allow you, yeah, you can. But if she's not, no. Oh, you can't. You get you get in trouble. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, are do you have any plans on having any additional wives? I guess that's no, no, no. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, how many kids do you have? Three. Three boys or girls? I already know the answer to this, but go ahead. Okay, so two two boys and one girl. Um, and how old are the kids? Chance Chan Chan Twelve years for the biggest boy. Eleven year old girl. And then he's got one year old who just he ended up having who's less than one year old because he had he had um right after the Olympia last year. Because he, exactly. he went right after the Olympia, and then um, I think it was in January. John, it was in January. I think, yeah, yeah I think it was January. in January where he had um, his third child. So, Mubarak um, wishes. Yes, uh, congratulations. Um, so now, um, dear kids, bachelor, do stand up and you know. No. Huh. Oh, he says it's hard. So he thinks that it's hard. He he's very protective of his kids um, because of the fact is that he thinks that it's going to be it's very difficult. It's a very very difficult sport. So um, he's like my dad. You know, he's like, go, go play soccer. Exactly. <laughs> go, go like Tiger Woods and play, play golf. It's a lot safer. Uh, uh, yeah. He was in wrestling. He wrestling? Was, yeah. He wrestling. was sending him into wrestling. But uh -huh. Yeah. Not, not bodybuilding. So, um, we've been, for, uh, known each other for four or five years. Uh, um, I want to talk about your visa problem, right? So, um, visa, like what happened with the visa before me, you've been, you were trying to get into the United States for a while. Right. And, and you might know Habib about exactly. the situation. Um, 
I guess one of the questions was how many years was he trying before me, before we became acquainted and became friends and eventually we started working together. خب من سال 2016 کارت فیمو گرفتم بعد در مطابقات متر اولمپیا روسیه مجوز مستقیم به متر اولمپیا رو گرفتم He got his pro car in 2016 and he got his uh, qualify for Mr. Olympia Where did he get his pro card? In Russia In Russia, Russia. Mr. Olympia amateur was Mr. Olympia amateur was no? The amateur Mr. Olympia yeah, amateur, yeah. in got, Russia 2016 overall, yeah. He got the overall play and he got the Uh, qualify for Mr. Olympia. Well, he, qual- he qualified for a pro. I don't think he became. He got the pro card, and at the same time, it, it was qualified for the uh, Mr. Olympia too. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. The okay. overall could get the pro card, and also. Okay, I wasn't Mr. aware of that. Olympia. Okay. Yeah. And then so, but he couldn't come at the time. He and okay, and then he ended up getting his pro card, and he also got qualified. Wow. Okay. And then at that point, then what? What? Did you like the visa situation? How so? It was like two, since 2016 is when he started. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was about two or three years before we started working together. So um, that he, you know, he was trying to come through. That's a thing. How frustrating was that? Like I, I can only imagine. You know, like I guess how do how did how do you could you explain that? از تو مدارکی میخوان که تو رو اعتبار تو رو بالا نگرده right. و یکی از مهمترین اعتبار های این اسپانسری که تو رو right. پوشش بده mm-hmm. و کسی که تو رو تعیید بکنه mm-hmm. و اومدن تو رو به آمریکا و اگرشن تو رو به قول معروف تایید کنه right. و یکی از کمک های بزرگی ما واسه گرفتن ویزا اسپانسری شرکت ایوژان بود okay. Okay. So, so basically, so what, what he's talking about is the fact that it really helped when, when we signed him with Evagen and that was one of the things with um, his manager, Hadi Pasifar had reached out to me and um, wanted to basically see if I would be interested in working with Hadi. And obviously I didn't know Hadi at the time. And then he sent me some videos and some pictures. And I said, wow, he's a good bodybuilder, you know, and you know, he's an Iranian bodybuilder. And I didn't really have a connection with um, uh, Beethoven Abbaspur. And so um, he was being trained by Dennis James. Um, I also didn't, you know, but I always was always thought I wanted a connection with somebody, we call it in Farsi, Hambatan, right? Yeah. It's somebody that yeah. is a person that's also from your, your your culture. And so I wanted to make sure that if there was a possibility, then maybe it, that we can connect, it might work out. But I was a little apprehensive. And so what I did was I talked to Hadi Pacifier, who's you know one of the managers for Hadi Chopin, and who's based out in, uh, in the Emirates, And he was the one that was basically saying, hey, look, we really think that we'd like to not only have you coach him, but we'd like to also come over to the Evagen team. And and it was part of that. And because he was his sponsorship was running out with whoever he was with in, in the past, and that was all working out together, Hadi Pasifar 
was able to help with all the documentation, putting all that stuff together, him and his brother, Matty. Um, and they were able to get the visa together. But I think uh, the biggest thing was the team was able to put all of those documents together and get everything going. And the, uh, and it's not just Evagen. It wasn't just them. It was all of it. It was all of it because yeah, it was definitely teamwork, 100%. And so I think that was one of the things was that but having them be passionate about it and they love him to try to be able to work on getting to the United States to give him uh, the ability to to live out his dream of being able to compete with the best in the world was something that I personally enjoyed being able to be a part of. Um, so I, I really appreciate them for being able to reach out to me because if that never happened, then you know, and, and being, and also being very diligent because as people know, people <laughs> reach out to me all the time and I, and I always, you know, just, I don't usually have time, you know? So it was something that was really, um, I'm glad it, I'm glad it happened. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. At least, uh, 99%, I'm sure 99% of Iranian bodybuilders, they want to work with you because you're a legend in Iran. They really, really like you. Well, I really like them too. I, I, I love all the people because in Iran, as you guys see on social media, the Iranian fans are the biggest fans in the entire world of bodybuilding. You, they're the most outspoken. They're, the numbers are insane. So you, when you guys see on social media, you see a lot of Iranian flags and all that. It's because the, the fans, there's so many of them. Like I said, when they're as big as, as, as soccer in bodybuilding, it's, it's really, really big. But getting back to Hadi, um, uh, you know, let's talk about a little bit of the 2021 Mr. Olympia, you know, what just happened a couple of days ago. Um, you have been gone. How long? Um, how many, how many months, half day, weeks, months? You've been out of the country for over a hundred days. Sadrus, a hundred days. Um, it's very hard. It's very hard. I know how hard it is. So I'm kind of answering for him, but he's also was agreeing with me about how hard it is. Um, because you're leaving your business, you're leaving your family, his wife, his kids, and and he's been gone to be able to try to live this dream. Um, is there is there anything like like what do you think of the United States? Chichi Iran, هیچ فرق نمیبینم من همون قد که مردم ایران خوبن مردم آمریکا هم خوب هستن و من چند امروز تر سبومه میام آمریکا برم و همه چیز خوب بوده اعترام ها برخورد ها دوستی ها در ورزش سیاست نیست و ما مردم با هم خوب بودیم خیلی ترجمه بکنیم هیچ بدی ندیدم uh, basically, he said uh, there is no difference between between the Iranian people and American people, and we all human. And he likes everyone. He got uh, respect and uh, energy from the both people. Yeah, and he he came here. He he's um, he came in U.S. three times since 2018, and he he did, he see all respect and all uh, attention from the people. So he likes both people. Yeah, there's yeah. no difference. I think I think the good thing about bodybuilding is it, it it transcends, you know, countries and borders. 
And I hate the fact that sometimes politics gets involved where people can't compete and come here because of the political nature of uh, where your passport is from. And there's so many good bodybuilders in Iran and, and all over the world. I, I mean, but, but lots of them can't come here, like, you know, especially in the Middle East, because in the Middle East, all over, there's so many really good bodybuilders. Um, uh, you know, talking about the, the gyms, I forgot to ask you this because I really want to ask you this. How many gyms are in Tehran? Chanta Boshka has to do Tehran. To hold a Tehran, fake Nikoni Chanta Boshka has to. Because I heard that it is to thousand to Boshka has to do Tehran. Is that true? No. Do you know? To Iran? No. To Iran, yeah, Chanta Boshka. Or to hold a Tehran, or every. To every city, Iran has at least seven hundred in every city. و ورزشگار ما تو تهران تهران من شنیدم از کامل شمارش نیست تهران 20 میلیون جمعیت داره اوکی 20 میلیون پیپل این تهران and i've heard that there's over 5000 gyms 500 small cities 500 to 700 gyms in the small cities the big ones like tehran which is the capital of iran over 5000 gyms it's crazy yeah. it's absolutely just you know crazy um so the body that's why bodybuilding is so big there because they have access to these gyms um how much is a membership there like خب شهر باشگاه ایران نسبت به درآمد مردم right. مساوی هست right. بعضی جای خورده گرونه بعضی جای خورده کمه ولی قابل نهایت گرونترین باشگاه ایران در ماه 10 دلار باشه the most expensive gym in Iran is 10 dollars a month because of the exchange rate that's why it's very very different than the United States and that's like the top of the line that's like you know in places and i've been in places where you know where there's gyms are 250 500 a month because it's you know like a center sports center that's would be the equivalent when you go there the quality of the gyms um around the middle east are amazing especially the high-end gyms and um and it's just because of the exchange rate it's because of the exchange rate it's about thirty thousand to one um is that the last number yeah, yeah. it's about thirty thousand to one so one of our u.s dollars is thirty thousand of their Real, right? Exactly. Iranian yeah. real. See, I remember. <laughs> so you know, and and I remember four years ago it was like thirty five hundred to one. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just yeah, inflation is through the roof. Here, it was two thousand sixteen. It was yeah, three thousand five hundred real. Now it's almost ten times more. Yeah, yeah. It was how much? 3,500 3, and now it's almost it's 30,000 30, it's almost 10 30, times almost. yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 definitely the least valued currency in the world so the inflation is absolutely crazy in in Iran and that makes food prices and it very it's very difficult so that being said like چطوری چطوری میتونی مثلا اون اون ورزشکارایی که تو ایران هستن که میخوان احتیاج دارن به ب... مثلا یا مرغ یا بلغم بغلمون از ترکی یا 
یا گوشت گاو که میشه ما میگیم گوشت قرمز بیف um so like taking those kinds of meat like it's very expensive so how does how do they do it خب هر دینا این ورزش در همه جا دنیا و تو ورزشگاه گرون All around the world it's expensive supplements are expensive there because by the time you do the exchange rate it's very very expensive and and absolutely because I know how much how expensive evagen is there Um, and then there's a lot of fake, right? In Iran, really fake it. There's a lot of fake. Right. 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 the correct ones because as i've been just educated to uh and and learn from the fact that there is so many fakes like that's why everything that is real they do obviously through the, the u.s dollar but how much This is over 70% of it is going to be fake um, because uh, the people that are making, the, the, they call it the supplement mafia that makes fake products, right, Habib? Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, even, I believe even more. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard up to 90%. I, I believe in 80, 90%. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard it was 90%. And so, um, and then when the people see real ones, it's expensive because they're getting cheap fake because it's yeah. not real. They're putting in flour in the in the uh, the gainers. They're putting in all kinds of products. You know, they're, they're putting in, like I've heard of everything from like sawdust, like literally like taking out pieces of wood from scrap, you know, like sawdust and then putting it into gainers just to make it cheap. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what the people do. Flour or whatever they can to make it cheap and just uh, give it to people. Flour's too expensive. That's why they use sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> so, yeah. More fiber, you yeah. know? <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Um, so now, fast forward 2021. Mr. Olympia. Chief Fekri Mikadi, yek mahe injayi. You've been here for a month, okay? It was the longest we've trained. Alon bishtarin vaxte ke ba ham varzish kardim har seta ma, okay? Habibam ke har roz munja bud. Dastat ke dard nakone ke baghan really helped a lot. Thank you so much for everything you do from taking him to the grocery store, taking him to the mall, taking him to all of those things. Just, you know, being able to be there for him. It was my pleasure, my honor to be next part of your team. So. Yeah, I mean, again, again, we have we have a very big team. We have the guys here, um yourself, um we have the Evision team like, you know, Um, we have Paul who helps out with there. We have the, you know, the, the pacify brothers that help us so much with the visas and everything else. I mean, so many different things, um, that they're based out in, 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 uh, United Arab Emirates. And I think that when it, it it's so difficult, 
uh, because people don't understand, like you're not at home. You're not at home. This is like, you know, we, we have like an apartment style place that we rent out for hottie and um, it's like an extended stay type thing, but nicer. And, but at the same time, it's very, very difficult because you're doing this weeks on end. People don't like to do this the last four days before a show. They, they wish they could just drive there and get ready and then finish the show and go home. And he's been here for five weeks. So with that being said, do you, how, do you feel, did you, did it, did it benefit him being here a little bit longer? We would see each other every day. We would check him and, you know, he would pose and we would be able to do that. So it reduced his stress, you know, a lot. He said he felt like he had the most improvements. He felt like he was the most cut he'd ever been. He felt like he had been able to show improve all his body parts to to minimize any any weaknesses. So he felt very very good about his prep. Okay, so he's basically saying that what he was trying to do is really we were focusing on trying to make sure that we get as much separation and cut as possible because he wanted to try to bring it back into the 80s and the 90s look of that really that granite look. And that's where he wanted to focus on. And unfortunately, he, you know, they went with size. And um, obviously, you know, you don't always agree with the judging, but at the end of the day, you respect the judging. And um, but I think that uh, he, you know, accomplished the mission of being able to improve with the separation and the cuts. So that's very fair. Very fair. Um, uh, solid to get for next year. What are the things that you want to change on your body? Like, what do you, what do you want to improve? <laughs> if he was a judge, you would win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it was judged too also I would give him in the first place maybe because I'm his best friend چون هم زیبایی رو داشتم هم کات رو داشتم هم تمام معیارهای بدنتازه کامل رو به نمایش گذاشته بودم he felt like he was the most cut and he felt like he had the most separation and he was the most complete 
So therefore, that's why he would say like, hey, that's why I think that I would win because of the fact that all of the things that he just stated. type of physique but he wants to be bigger so how many pounds bigger are you thinking what do you what do you because i have i have numbers in my mind <laughs> and I, just, I mean like you know, let's see if we're on the same page so um chan point chan kilo mikhai bishtar koni khob hama midunan maria badan dartat 212 pound yeah exactly you have a body of a frame of originally being 212 but but chan point like how many pounds man tal dige am bi ke ba mashwarat khodetun bude wow he wants to go 10 pounds <laughs> that's a lot let's 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 negotiate too much, too much work for you <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> God, okay. all right um uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're now, now on to our sponsors um yeah i just uh i think that what we really need to do is With his frame, I, I think even five or six pounds is a lot. I think it's really good. I think So like I don't want to blow out his proportions. Your his shikam, his bit, his stomach is shikam is. Uh, we're doing Farsi lessons now. Um, is uh, you know uh, to, to get wide. We don't want it to widen out. So I think there's going to be a, a certain number. I think around five pounds. If we can if we can do that is bring in five pounds of overall size yeah, for next year i think five pounds is going to be ideal yeah yeah yes. and i think if we can keep the quality the same because the other thing is friday night right we want to talk a little bit about friday night um so joe mishab so friday night is joe mishab boot barrier um avalin ruse olympia kim khasi shekat bkoni mo saikardin We, we went in there trying to focus on conditioning um, and um, I guess you know I, I got Dave here I guess we got what are some of those questions over there regarding the Friday just how we felt about Friday night oh okay yeah I think I think Shamal Madabudin Rusaku okay when he came on stage on Friday night feeling into Chibut Like what was your feeling like? What was it? How did you feel? Feeling in such a terrible mood. Exactly. و شورالی که تماشاچی ها به نمایش میذاره اسم تو صدا میکنن این شوق زیبایی داره و به رویه بالایی میذاره وقتی میبینی خود تنها روبرودی همه جمعیت نشسته و داره یه تو رو صدا میکنه تو رو تشویق میکنه حس خیلی خوبی بهم دست میده و این خودش یک تشویقی که سال بعد دوباره بیای اینا رو ببینیم right. حس زیبایی داره Uh, basically said but I, I competed in a, a lot of competitions so I really didn't have that much stress 
and because I'm a warrior. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good feeling when you see the audience, when they all call you, call your name. Uh-huh. So I, that's a positive energy. And when I see them, I, that's a really best feeling when I go to competition. That's great. That's great. So the uh, out of all of the competitors, okay, we, we, the question was, what did you think of um, the new guys? Um, like, I guess if you want to go ahead and translate it, همه شرکت کننده ها تو این شرکت کننده ای جوون کدومشو به نظر در مورد کدومشون هست کدومشو فکر کنی بهتر شرکت کننده که تو وزن خودم بودن یا همه اوپن بادی بیلدنگ تو اوپن بادی بیلدنگ که شرکت کرده بودن تازا که داره میان کدوم یکی فکر میکنی که مثلا واقعا چیز داره یعنی رقیبم باشن یا مقابلم باشن یا نه مثلا برای شون آینده خوبی داره آینده خوبی داشته باشن خب بدنها چیزی که بگم حرف خودم رو بزنم من میدو بگم حرف خودم رو بزن من فکر میکنم بدنها دارن رو به زشتی میرن becoming a little bit Okay, so you're they're they're losing the aesthetic look. He's saying that a, a, a lot of the competitors are losing some of the aesthetic look. Exactly. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. که گنده بشن و بزرگ بشن و این معیار داره روز به روز رشد میکنه و خطرناکتر میشه به باعث ریزش محبوبیت ورزش میشه Okay so basically he thinks that the the the, the athletes are becoming too big they're 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 looking too doped up and then they're basically starting to get to the point where they're losing a lot of the aesthetics. Okay. So in other words, is that, is that a pretty good uh, translation? Yep, you're doing good. Wow, man. <laughs> you're, you're, you're Farsi getting much, much better compared to 2016 when I saw you in Arnold Classic. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. yeah. You, you couldn't even like talk like 10 more back to back. Man, but because now you If you need me to yell at somebody yeah. in Farsi because I'm <laughs> screaming at Hadi, yeah. you know it's, I'm, I become so good at it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right. We met in 2016, mm-hmm. Arnold Classic. Yeah. I think you were competing there. Yeah, yeah. I, I came with uh, some uh, uh, Iranian athletes. We came together for Arnold Classic 2016. What, and that was in men's physique you were competing in, right? I, I was competing in men's physique. That's yeah. right, right. How'd you I do? Got, I got seventh place. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a very tough show. Yeah, it that's is. A, that's yeah. a very tough show. Arnold Classic yeah. Amateur, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. But um, I think that the, the I guess, when out of the new bodybuilders, okay, unai kitaze, masam to in sisala, bisto panchala akhir, as vajishkara, as Olympia, like all the Olympia people that competed in the Mr. Olympia, who is your favorite bodybuilder in the last 25 years? I know we all love Arnold, right? Arnold, but Arnold is like, you know, 45, 50 years old. Ronnie Coleman, okay. Phil Hurst. Phil Heath. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. <laughs> Dexter Jack. Then Dexter Jackson. 
این چهار بدنسازی هستن که واقعا محبوبم واتمن اوکی و تو پرورش اندام واتمن مثل یک پادشاه همیشه میمونن دکستر به من یاد میده که باید بی تو پنج سال مثل اولمپیا شرکت کنی تا بتونی ساندو ببری Okay, so basically the, the four people that he mentioned, Neronic Coleman, Phil Heath, um, Dexter Jackson, I'm, I'm leaving out one, Jay per, and Jay Culler. Um, those are the people he looks up to. And then Dexter Jackson, um, because of the fact that it t- he basically proved to him that 25 years of just relentlessly competing and training to be able to get to the top. Go ahead. Uh, اینو از دکتر جکنو یاد میگیرم از رانی کلمه یاد میگیرم که اگه بخوای بزرگ بشی باید بزرگ تمرین کنی سخت تمرین کنی و اگه بخوای به پادشاهی برسی باید عاشقش باشی و برای اینکه عاشقی خودتو نشون بدی از همه سلامتی و از همه شادیات بگذاری و این نشون میده عاشق با. Uh, basically said okay uh, he learned uh, consistency from the Dexter Jackson to be consistent for 25 years to get the title and he learned hard working from uh, Ronnie Coleman and he learned from him if you want to be big and king you need to uh, be in love with this sport and you have to be passionate exactly. you have to be passionate, be passionate. Yeah, yeah 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 and I think that is he, he that's why he trains so crazy hard You know, I mean, guys, in 2019, when he was here, we, he, he squatted 10 days out, one week out, five plates, rear squats. You saw the videos, ass to ankles. He went all the way in the hole. Uh, this year, because we didn't, again, last year, he only came a couple leads before we barely even got to train. I think we did one little small training session when we were in Orlando um, just to turn his water a bit. Then last this year for this last prep, you know, he's been here for an entire month before the um, before we left for Orlando. So about five weeks out and he did a week out four plates in the hole with front squats, which is even harder to do than the five plates <laughs> uh, rear squat. And so obviously he trains crazy. So is that where he draws his his his, his thing? Did you? رانی کولمن نگامی کنی از where you get it from ویدیو های رانی کولمن نگامی کردی که خودت میخوای به اونجا برسونی خودت رو did you take yourself to that level because you watched the videos ویدیو رو نگامی کردی برای همین اینقدر سخت کار میکردی yeah yeah so that's inspirational for him was watching the رانی کولمن videos and, and be, able, be able to do that in that case what I wanted to say is basically um, break down the Mr. Olympia 2021, the two competitors, why you beat them. If in your mind, you think you should beat them. So how do you beat Brandon Curry? Why do you beat Brandon Curry? Chera fik mi kuni shoma as Brandon Curry bananetum beitare. Khob man bedidik begam Okay, so symmetry. He's talking about symmetry. He says if you pull the pictures of Brandon Curry versus him and you pull symmetry from the upper body to the lower body, you're going to see a difference. Go ahead. Uh, Brandon, you can't be telling you, stay, man. 
Okay. و من در رفاقت خیلی دوستش دارم. He says he really likes him as a person and a friend. He considers him a friend. و چه بیگ رامی؟ And and also with Big Ramy as well. اما در انت رقابت بخوایم داوری کنیم برندون تقارن بالاتر و پایینتر رو شامل نمیشه. Okay, so he basically says that there's a lack of symmetry between his upper body and his lower body. Is that pretty accurate, Gabby? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. بالاتر بزرگ پای کوچیک بدون جزیات. Okay, بدون جزیات. I don't know. With no separation. Okay, so he says his upper body is really really big. And then he's got smaller legs, and then he doesn't have enough separation to be able to complete his physique, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. اما خیلی کم بوده داره خیلی چیزا من دارم اون نداره و بیگرامی اوکی لیت می لیت می دو دات هی تینکس هی هاز ا لات اف شورت کامینگز ورسز ا هاریز فیزیک وذ دی فکت دت هی فیلز لایک هی هاز ا لات مور استرنگس ورسز براندنز ویکنسز اسپیشلی آی تینک هیز ریفرینگ تو دی کاندیشنینگ پارت اف ایت از ور هی اند آلسو هی ساید یا هیز هی وی مور دن هیم رایت لایک لایک Okay. Okay. Right. So he's he's big Ram. He's really big. Again, big Ramy. <laughs> he's uh, he outweighs him by over 60 pounds. اما من به عنوان یه طرفدار اگه برادر بیگرامی باشم من خودم مثل برادر بیگرامی میبینم و اگه من بخوام طرفداری کنم بیگرامی زیبای قهرمانی مثل المپیا رو نداره he doesn't have the ideal Mr. Olympia physique in his opinion so و اون فقط گنده است he's big but it's just feels like you know he's got a lot of size و اگه بیام قهرمان مثل اولمپیا رو با سالای قبل مقایسه کنم فاصله زیبایی ها خیلی میشه He says that they're much more symmetrical and they're much more aesthetic in the past in the past Mr. Olympia if you compare where Big Ramy is now with the previous winners و فکر کنم فقط Big Ramy به گنده بودن و سنگین بودن داره برنده میشه He says he's winning off of pure size و نه در زیبایی and not in aesthetics و باز من به نظر داورها احترام میذارم yeah, but he says at the end of the day he respects the judge's call and that's you know he, he respects it 100% so و روی سلامتی واسشون دارم و اینو بگم که سال دیگه واقعا اگه زمستون زمستون خوب بیاد چون من امسال خیلی گرمم بود <laughs> he says <laughs> i guess you want to translate that habib <laughs> So he said, uh, uh, <clears throat> "I hope next year to become a, a colder uh, winter because this year it wasn't that cold and it was feeling warm." That <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was yeah. feeling warm yeah, it, it, it in the cold winter. The big, winter. the big, the, you know, he's the big saying is the winter is coming. 
And yep. that's that's the Rami saying. And he said that he was feeling very warm during this Rami winter. Yeah. Um, well, unfortunately, Rami still won. And he still got his hand out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure he's laughing right now because, again, we're really good friends. And we love Big Rami a lot. But, again, the competitive nature of this thing, I mean, you know, Hottie wants to win. I know Hadi. He wants to win and he wants to um, really prove that you don't have to be that big to win the Sandow. You just have to be that good because he talks about it every day. He talks about it in the gym when you and I are training. Mm-hmm. You know, he talks about how cut he wants to come in, how grainy he wants to come in, and he, he wants to bring back that old look. And so I feel like he did it. I feel like he really, really did it. Um, so that being said, last question is about food cheat meals <laughs> everybody wants to know cheat meals غذا آزاده تو که میخوای مثلا بخوری غذای مورد علاقت چیه yes what's your favorite what's your favorite من همه غذای ایرانی رو دوست دارم okay he likes uh, a lot of ایرانی ایرانی اما بیشتر از همه من کلم پلو شیرازی با گوشت دوست دارم کلم پلو شیرازی so there's a کنارش هم سالاد شیرازی باشه it's a traditional شیراز فو شیراز is our city so the city we used to, uh, I used to live in we are from so it's a traditional uh, food there. Mm-hmm. And what is kalampolo? I don't know if I've eaten it before. What's kalampolo? What is uh, it? We don't have it here, but it's, it's made of rice and some um, some herbs and vegetable, and also uh, with uh, some 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 yeah, rounded like beef, like okay. ground beef, like ground beef, beef rounded like, like, like right. And it's, it's with the rice exactly. It's, okay, it's so it's beef combined. mixed with rice with herbs and then seasoning. Yeah, and then do they make tadik with it too? Yeah, tadik. Tadik. For those of you who don't know Persian food, tadik is the crispy part of the bottom of the rice that we all eat. Um, I think Jay and Phil call it burnt rice. You know, it's not really burnt. <laughs> it's just, it just looks like it's burnt because crispy. it comes crispy. crispy. It's yeah. a crispy rice. It's the bottom of the pot. And um, so that's his favorite food with the, his the salad. Shirazi salad. Is, a silar, uh, is Shirazi salad. And Shirazi salad, if you've ever had it before, it's almost like a salsa. It's 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 chopped up um uh, tomatoes, onions, uh, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of olive oil, and then there's also tomato. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, cucumber. Cucumber also. Cucumber too. Salsa is going to be. Yeah. If you add if you add cucumber to salsa, it's that salad Shirazi. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. But they also in salsa will add cilantro. I don't think that they don't no, have cilantro really. in, in, in Persian food or at least in Salah Shirazi. So they that's add mint, I guess. Yeah. They add mint. They'll add mint. Okay. Yeah. So your American dessert, like what is it? What do you like that? What's the favorite cheat meal, American cheat meal? As a more than America. خب من هر موقع آمریکا بودم کلا رژیم بودم دیگه رفت نکردم. He's dieting most of the time when he's in America. Uh, so he's Burger. Burger. Burger, cheeseburger, but yeah. paneer. Yeah. So he's like, he's a cheeseburger. Yeah. That's like almost the universal thing, man. Yeah. Cheeseburger. How about pizza? Are you a pizza guy? Do you no, like pizza? No. no pizza? No. Do you eat pizza or no? Eat, eat, in Iran, do they have pizza in Iran? <laughs> Iran Iran pizza to Iran has dish? I think, in my opinion, Iran has the best pizza in the world. Iran has the best pizza? That's because you grew up eating that. No. We we all go together, David. Bro, just because Italians and Iranians look the same doesn't mean that we make think, the same food, bro. I, I think I'm sorry. Come on, this is come on. <laughs> David can be judged because you know, yeah, he's, he's from here, so that's why. 
you can tell if the Iranian pizza is better or US pizza. Is it round like the regular pizza? Yeah, yeah, same. But we add more cheese, beef, and stuff. So it has more really stuff on it. Yeah, they got more. Yeah, because we love yeah, to eat. Yeah, exactly. That's why the Persian. Like I always give the Persian meals for the off season for my athletes because that's how they grow because they're so calorie dense. Yeah. You know, David doesn't like to do that because he's on a diet. He's been on a diet like for four years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. So, um, you know, guys, I want to say thank you. Merci Thank you for helping. No problem. You know, thank you to the team back in, in Emirates. Thank you for Hadi and Mady for being able to reach out to me years ago and connecting us and everything that they've done. And, um, and also, you know, to, uh, people's champ, thank you for coming out here and spending the time to do a podcast. I know it's difficult. Um, um, but in, uh, um, واقعا برای مردم ایران فکر میکنم با مردم دنیا like همه که عاشق زیبا اندامی هستن میخوام بگم مرسی به شما که وقتتون رو گشتین برای ایشون که بتونیم برای همه بتونیم مثلا اینترویو بکنیم با هم در هر صورت thank you so much and I want to wish you guys the best because um, um, hopefully next year we'll be able to have the same podcast uh, with a Sandow sitting across from us. So thank you so much. No problem. Now I know, Paul, how much hard is translating. I know how you feel on the stage on Mr. Olympia. <laughs> you know how hard it is? Yeah, you're doing a great job. You're a gold medal. Definitely, I'm the silver. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right, guys. And that's a wrap. I'm Hani Rambod, Hadi Chopan, Habib, and that's the truth.